Welcome to the My Fishing Cape Cod podcast. The My Fishing Cape Cod podcast is your local source for the latest news and information on fishing Cape Cod. Now, here's your host, Kevin Collins. Well, hello and welcome to another edition of the My Fishing Cape Cod podcast from MyFishingCapeCod.com. I'm your host, Kevin Collins, back with you for a December edition of the MFCC podcast. And this is going to get back to our roots, which is the typical fishing report format for the podcast today. We're going to be joined by MFCC founder and creator Ryan Collins. Next up will be Ryan Henry of Down at the Goose Hummock in Orleans, Massachusetts. And last but not least, proud MFCC member Bruno Demir from Cape and Islands Mitsubishi will join the show. We're going to cover a variety of topics on today's program. We're going to start off with a little bit of a freshwater focus and get some reports on trout and largemouth bass fishing, pickerel, among other species available in the kettle ponds of Cape Cod. And then we'll pivot into holdover stripers and get a tuna report as well, as there's still plenty of guys heading out in search of giant bluefin in the waters surrounding Cape Cod. So let's dive right into today's podcast with our first guest. Well, as usual, our first guest on this week's edition of the My Fishing Cape Cod podcast is none other than MFCC founder and creator, Ryan Collins. Ryan, how are you on this beautiful blue morning? Doing pretty well, Kevin. And how are you? Doing well. It looks like that weather kind of moved through the area, cleared out, and it's a nice bluebird day here on Cape Cod as we taped us on Thursday. You get some nice December days on Cape Cod surprisingly calm and it seems like we get one real perfect calm day and then it's followed by like a gale where it blows like crazy and then it's flat calm again i know the inclement weather one thing it's good for from your perspective is it kind of you know traps you inside a little bit and you get a lot of your computer work done which other than fishing is the other side to your life so what's been going on with the website any new content going up yeah, we've got a really nice article in the works about Sea Run brook trout fishing. Are you at all familiar with Sea Run brook trout, Kevin? I'm not, so I'll be looking forward to that article. It's got to be authored by Nick Beltramini. He's a member of My Fishing Cape Cod, very active in the forums, very active on Instagram. And Nick met up with some folks who know a lot about Sea Run brook trout. They are a fish that was influenced negatively by the damming of a lot of the streams throughout New England. They're native to a lot of the streams and the rivers, but their populations have been dwindling since the Industrial Revolution. Fortunately, there are some streams and rivers on Cape Cod that have been restored, and Nick actually caught some of these sea-run brook trout in some of these rivers. And I know that some other people in the forum Anthony Besaw in particular, and a few other guys who also have had success with Sea Run Brookies. So we've got that article. It will probably come out next week. And we have another article about trout fishing from Anthony Besaw, who I just mentioned. He's got to be put, putting together another fresh new article about targeting trout during the winter off season here on Cape Cod. And I've got some videos and some articles about shell fishing and other things that will be coming out over the next week or two. So plenty going on, Kevin. And over in the forum, I know it's always busy as well. What's going on in the forum? I know the last time I was in there, I saw some not just fishing threads, but there's also some birding threads going on in there. Yeah, Matt Murphy 
took some terrific pictures of a snowy owl last week or the week before. And there's been quite a few snowy owls on Cape over the last couple of years. So right now is a great time to check those out. But aside from the birding, which you mentioned, we're going to have some new giveaways watching soon in the forum. I'm looking right now at a whole bunch of surf casting, lures, and tackle that some members of the forum sent to me to do a giveaway for other members, which is just a cool way of, you know, paying it forward. And aside from that, there's been some good catches posted recently. I was just in there today, and I noticed Todd Holden, and he usually creeps around the Buzzards Bay area. He got a beautiful white perch and a striper just the other day. So there are some holdover fish being caught. Well, that's good to hear, Ryan. And in terms of the television show, I know that's something else you've been really working hard on as we've pushed into the winter. What's the latest and greatest on the television show? I'm hoping to have the first episode on NBC Sports Boston air on Saturday, February 26th at 9.30 a.m. And then for the next eight weeks after that, until April 16th, we'll have a new episode. And each episode will take us through a portion of the season. We're going to start in March, and we're going to go right through November. And each episode will highlight that journey. So it'll take us through the 2021 season. I had a great chance to fish with a lot of people from my fishing Cape Cod, and I'm going to highlight all of it in the TV show. Well, that sounds like it's going to keep you awful busy, and I know something else that you've got on your agenda is Costa Rica with your lovely wife, Lauren, this winter. Give us some details on kind of when you're going to be headed down south and what you're going to be doing when you're down there. I'm looking right now at all my gear I have laid out for Costa Rica here in the basement. I've started to organize things and get things squared away. We're going to leave on January 16th. We're going to be down there until February 6th. We're going to check out a new area, and I'll be posting all about it for members with regards to the specifics of exactly where we're staying. But right now, I can tell you it's on the Osa Peninsula, which is one of the last virgin forests that have never been tampered with on Earth. They have some of the oldest trees around. There's jaguars. It's pristine jungle nature. And we're got to be literally at the end of the road. It's a brand new place that we're going to. The road literally ends, and that's where we're staying, overlooking the Osa Peninsula, almost in Corcovado National Park. I'll have a lot more details I'll be blogging about over the next few weeks. And if you're a member of My Fishing Cape Cod, you'll be able to access all the specifics, where we stay, how we get there, in case you want to go down and do it on your own, which quite a few members have in the past. Some of the other areas that we visited in Costa Rica, folks have gone down on their own, which is really cool. And Ryan, will still be pumping out content as well via the podcast. I know this will be kind of our final fishing report, so to speak, podcast as the season winds down, at least the saltwater season. We know the freshwater season is going to keep going. And I know people will still be targeting holdover stripers, but for the most part, this will be our last fishing report. But we're going to be coming out with new podcast content, I think, all winter long. We've got plenty of interesting people that we can interview about a variety of different topics. But like you said, today we're going to get some fresh reports. I think Bruno is out there tuna fishing. And you've got Ryan Henry from the Goose Hummock Shop that you're going to be speaking with as well. And I know he's been doing some fishing. 
So, yes, plenty of freshwater fishing on Cape during the winter. I suppose you could still do a trip for codfish or haddock. But you know what, Kevin? It'll be spring before we know it. And to get us through, we'll do some really nice interviews with people here on MFCC to keep all the podcast listeners happy. All right. Sounds like a plan, Ryan. Thanks for checking in with us this week on the podcast and look forward to chatting with you very soon. Sounds good, Kevin. Tight lines. Take care. Well, joining us on this week's edition of the My Fishing Cape Cod podcast is a first-time podcast guest from down at the Goose Hummock in beautiful Orleans, Massachusetts, and it's none other than Ryan Henry. Ryan, how are you today? I'm good. How are you? Doing great. Get some decent weather today. It's nice and crisp and cool for you down on Cape. Yeah. Last few days were a little more, a little more fishable, but I mean, you can still get out there today. Ryan, I want to welcome you to all our listeners here on the on the podcast. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself, kind of where you grew up and how you get into fishing? Yeah, so um, initially I'm from um, South Jersey. I did a lot of striped bass uh, fluke fishing um, growing up. Um, South Jersey, the freshwater opportunities were pretty, pretty sparing. There wasn't great bass fishing compared to the Cape, honestly. Um, I grew up fishing for flounder and fluke and striped bass mostly as a kid. Um, I moved up here about two and a half years ago, actually right during the peak of COVID. And yeah, I love the Cape and we just got a house here last year. So everything's going well. Fishing's been a lot better than South Jersey, that's for sure. Well, welcome to Cape Cod. And has the Goose Hummock been relatively busy around this holiday season? Yeah, it's been it's been crazy. It started, we're hitting a little lull period now because everyone did their Black Friday shopping. Uh, we expect a lot of the shopping to pick up probably within the next few days or so especially with like the sales we have going on on specific products. And Ryan, I know you're an avid fisherman. Tell us a little bit about kind of your taste in fishing. What do you enjoy the most? So my ideal kind of fishing is either on the beach, anywhere if it's the Outer Cape or any bay side or south side facing beach. Um, I do a lot of striped bass fishing at night primarily. Um, I love fishing the Cape Cod Canal during the breaking tides. Um, I'm a big freshwater guy as well. I do a lot of uh, largemouth bass, smallmouth bass, and trout fishing in the spring. Um, and I, when, not, when the opportunity presents itself, I love going after a bluefin on the spin. That's my, been my new obsession this year. Awesome. And I know that there's still a few giants around. I know guys are still kind of casually getting out there when they can, when the weather yeah. windows allow. Have you heard of any fish taken lately? There's been a few taken off Stellwagen, um, but yeah, it's kind of it's starting to hit that time where a lot of people are winterizing their boats, and it's not worth it. But if you put in your time, people have been getting a few giants, especially around Stellwagen and the Regal Sword. I know this time of year, Ryan, a lot of folks like to turn their attention to freshwater fishing, which, as you mentioned, yeah. there are opportunities aplenty in the kettle ponds on Cape Cod. Have you been doing any of that? Yes, I have been. Um, I've been. Kind of, kind of going back to my South Jersey roots a little bit. I've been going out as part in some of like the warmer water ponds on the Cape, especially like Long Pond and uh, South Yarmouth. Um, I've been doing a lot of that. I've been getting some pretty decent sized pickerel. Um, losing a bunch of jerk baits in the in the process, so that's that's been kind of annoying. <laughs> yeah, I do a lot of trout fishing as well. Um, any any one of the ponds in Nickerson. Um, I like fishing sheep's as well. There's been a decent amount of trout. It started off a little slow after they stocked them. I think the water was too warm, but now that we're kind of hitting that late fall, early winter stage, I think a lot of the trout are starting to getting back up on the feet as well. So, yeah, it's, it hasn't been bad so far. I think the last last two days I caught over um, what, 
10 pickerel and a few trout, especially at a uh, sheep's pond. So it's been decent. What's been the, uh, you know, the good movers in the store in terms of trout, especially at the goose, what are guys coming in and kind of stocking up on and what are you using the most? So a lot of the guys right now are fishing the spoons and um, the baker's jerk baits. The baker's jerk baits are really nice. Um, they are a slow sink, which I kind of prefer during these colder weather um, time periods. One of, I think one of the best ways to catch fish during this time right now is definitely with a live shiner. I've been trying to steer a little clear of that, trying to just elevate my jerkbait game up. But a live shiner under a bobber or on the bottom is always the best producing. And do you guys at the Goose have shiners or night crawlers, whatever guys may need uh, if they want to yeah, come in? Yeah, we have, we have all that stuff. And we have some decent-sized shiners, too. Those like little small ones you'll see at other tackle shops. They're pretty decent-sized. I do prefer using um, small to medium-sized shiners this time of year, but we do have larger ones as well. That's great to hear. And you mentioned uh, trout. You mentioned pickerel. I know that uh, you know the the bass fishery has has come along pretty well the last couple of years. Yeah. We've heard people fishing for small and largemouth. Are you hearing anything about that? Yeah, I've been I've been hooking a few largemouth. Uh, my coworker uh, Ian has hooked a few nice uh, largemouth and smallmouth recently. Um, I think he fishes he fishes a lot of the ponds in Wellfleet and uh, Barnstable. So I mean. You can honestly pick any pond on the Cape and have success, especially the ones that are stocked with trout. If you fish any pond stocked with trout, I feel like the bass are significantly larger in the ponds. And I know that you're also an avid surf caster, a saltwater yeah. surf caster for striped bass. I know that's pretty much kind of died down and died out. But one thing you can do here on Cape Cod is kind of search late in the year and over the winter for holdover stripers. Is that something you've ever done? Uh, yes. Uh, last year, um, I did... I went after holdovers on Cape Cod for the first time, and I didn't catch much. Um, I probably got skunked 10 times, but I was very fortunate enough to land a 42-incher um, actually late December last year. Um, the Bass River estuaries are, all, are really, really good for holdovers, but any any salt pond to, during the late fall, early winter months are really productive. Um, you can fish either like small bucktail jigs, small spool techs, any small soft plastic, one half to a one quarter an ounce is probably my go-to. And it's cool, too, because you can also get some other critters as well, like white perch. There's potential to get some really nice white perch in a lot of these areas. So that's also another extra bonus because you can eat those at least. I don't want you to burn your spot, but I almost just spit out my coffee when you said 42-inch holdover. Yeah. So can I, you? I, I, know, I know Ryan um, got a really nice holdover years ago. But yeah, that was my. It was actually, I think, like the second time I got really, really lucky. Um, I was fishing with a freshwater rod. I casted a little one and a quarter ounce out gags, and I wasn't expecting that whatsoever. I was really fortunate to land that fish. Yeah, and I don't want you to burn your spot. But what I was going to say is, can you at least set the scene? Were you fishing in like six or eight feet of water? Was it, it in? It was probably closer to three or four. Wow. And I was kind. I was actually on my way um, to get some Christmas stuff, and I saw. I saw an area and I was like, I might as well throw a cast in it real quick. I just had the rod after a few after a few unsuccessful trips, and yeah, I was not expecting that fish. Long, long it was a really long fight because I was fighting him on a 12 pound leader, but got the fish. I was very fortunate. And do you mind me asking what you got him on in that skinny water? Um, one and a quarter ounce Algags Whippet fish in uh, pearl silver. Yeah, I love the whippet fish. That's a that's yeah. a great bait. Even in the springtime, I use it down here. 
inside Cape Cod Bay from the beach and, and have had a lot of success on the Whippet fish. Yeah, it's a very good lure. I use it a lot in the canal, use it a lot in, uh, off Nauset. Very good, very good overall lure. All right, one, up decent too. one thing I wanted to talk to you about as well before I let you go is I know the Mighty Fish has been doing quite the business, and you guys have a ton of great sales. Phil has kind of layered out basically from now till Christmas. It's a 15% off sale, but each day it kind of changes what it's on. That's a pretty awesome strategy, huh? Yeah, it's cool. It keeps uh, gives people an opportunity to get some other stuff just in case they missed our um, really big sale going on on Black Friday. Just keep an eye on that. I think uh, today we're doing Daiwa, mm-hmm. so any Daiwa product off is 15% off, and there's no exclusions with that. So pounce on it. Get on it. And then if I, you know, for folks that don't understand what I'm talking about, for example, Ryan, today's Daiwa, the next day's Yeti, the next day's Tsunami. So the 15% off stays the same, but the line of products changes every day. So head on over to the Mighty Fish. There's actually an events calendar, and you can scroll down to the events calendar and if you're looking for either a Christmas gift for a loved one or for yourself, you can figure out which day works best for you to stop into the store to get your 15% off. So that's just a, a really cool little wrinkle that the Mighty Fish has going on right now. Yeah, definitely. What's going on in the store uh, from now till Christmas? Will you guys be you know open pretty much right up till the holiday? The only day we're closed is basically uh, Christmas. We're open... Um 9 to 5.30 pretty much every day, except Sundays we're open 8 to 4 on Sundays. But pretty much standard business hours we are open. And, uh, yeah, we're all all of us are here, so come down, come on down to the shop. We'll help you get get some uh, gifts for your, your loved ones or for yourself, honestly. I, I find myself doing a lot more shopping for me than uh, even my family and my fiancé on, uh, on Christmas. Well, Ryan, thank you so much for taking some time to visit with us on the podcast. My really pleasure. appreciate meeting you, and hopefully we can get you back on in 2022. Yeah, definitely. I'll be here. Well, it's time now to check in with our good buddy Bruno Demir from Cape and Islands Mitsubishi. And Bruno, how are you doing today? I'm doing fantastic. Hello, MFCC members. Uh, just had him back. Uh, on the Gaviota from our most likely our last uh, fishing trip of the season. Well, before I catch up with you on that, how was your Thanksgiving? Do you have enough turkey? We have plenty of turkey, and uh, we grew up in New Hampshire in the White Mountains and got ate into the snow, and uh, it was beautiful. So you mentioned you're out on the Gavi today. It's good to hear. I thought you might have actually taken the boat out for the season, so I'm glad you left it in. Is this a little bit late in the season for you to leave it in? Well, I can tell you this much. You know, I was going to pull the boat on Monday, and um, I knew that Wednesday could possibly be a good calm day. So I said, you know what, I'm going to change it to Friday. And then uh, this morning, I had no intentions of going fishing, and uh, I was sitting at my house drinking a cup of coffee this morning. And I get a phone call from MFCC forum member. Got a call from Kyle Wiley. And uh, he said, I'm going. Are you going? And got me itching. And he told me there was some giant bluefin still hanging around off of Chatham. And I called my first mate, my cousin Alan. He came out, hopped on the Gavi, and we pushed off the docks at 9 a.m. So, Bruno, where did you steam out to? You mentioned you were giant fishing. We uh, 
we came out to uh, Monomoy, came around Monomoy and headed up towards uh, Chatham. Uh, we were fishing basically in the North Cut area of the Chatham Inlet um, in about 50 to 100 feet. And there's some fish out there. We got some nice marks. Um, Kyle got some really nice marks too. And, uh, there's a ton of mackerel out here. And, um, it was good. We spent a couple hours, soaked a couple of mackerel, and um, it, was, it was nice to put in one last trip with the Gabby. So you you mentioned there's a ton of mackerel out there. Were you able to grab a, a couple of mackerel? Is that what you were using as live bait? Yeah, we were using live mackerel for bait. Um, this time of the year, it's tough to really get anything but mackerel. Um, if I had a little more time, I probably would have ventured off a little bit deeper and got some codfish to use or had it to use for bait. But I had limited time today, so we stuck in mackerel. And... Um, and we kept a bunch of it because come springtime, um, when we start setting our lobster traps, some of the best bait you can use is mackerel. So we'll be freezing a bunch of it so that they're ready to go for next year's lobster season in the spring. And, um, and of course, you know, they also freeze some and, and use some for the dinner table. Now, you mentioned your lobster pots, Bruno. Have you pulled those yet or are you going to do that on the way in? No, we already pulled those on Sunday um, and cleaned them up and stored them. So those are out of water and ready to make season. Talking about today's trip, you unfortunately weren't able to hook into a giant, but did you see any signs of life out there? Were there anything kind of up on top? Were there any whales or dolphins, or did you mark any fish? We did mark some fish, uh, so we definitely know there's some giants still hanging around. Um, there was no whales, but this time of the year, I think you'd have to go deeper. We were literally within the three-mile monster right off of Chatham. So, um, you know, we, we were fishing pretty close, so you wouldn't see whales that close. But we did see birds working bait, and um, the amount of mackerel that's there right now is pretty impressive. I mean, just about every drop of the sabiki was we pulled up some big torpedo mackerel. So... That's probably the reason the bluefin is still hanging around. I mean, it's 48 degrees water temperature, which is on the colder end for bluefin tuna. But if you've got enough bait sitting around, you know, they're not going to be in a rush to leave. And there is a ton of bait at about 50 to 60 feet right now, right off the bottom. Yeah, and you mentioned 50 to 60 feet, and you were dropping the sabiki down. Are they those big horse mackerel, Bruno, or are there some tinker mac as well? No, they were definitely all big boys, and um, you know, and, and they're in there pretty thick, right on the bottom, and that's probably what the bluefin are feeding on. But you know, and, and, and whatever's left of bluefin out there, so that's just pretty much the last handful of fish just hanging around, feeding before they hit the road and head out into the Atlantic. Um, but uh, but I, but you know, I think this is probably. The last trip of uh, of the season for bluefin feed, I think it's going to be blowing pretty good for the next few days, and um, maybe some guys will be brave enough to come out and try it again. But uh, it's nice to just be out there in some nice calm seas and spend the time in December in water.
Yeah, and you mentioned you were kind of team fishing with MFCC member Kyle Wiley today. Have you heard any reports, Bruno, in the last week or 10 days since we've last done a podcast before Thanksgiving? Have anybody that you know hooked into a giant, you know, the last 10 days or so? Yeah, I mean, guys are getting them up on cell wagons. So um, I had sources, direct sources, that landed a fish right off of Chatham where I was fishing. So they're still out there, not in the abundance that you see in the fall and in the spring, but they are still out there and guys are catching them. I just want to say that when I say cell wagon, there was a 700-pound fish taken out of cell wagon last week. Wow. Which is, that is a big fish. I mean, you hear the 1,000-pounders, but... We're talking about fish that never even broke 100 inches. Yep. Weighing in at 700 pounds. That is a big, fat fish. And um, it's impressive to see those fish coming in from up north, the Canadian fish, as they cut through here in the fall and the winter. And it's, it's unbelievable how big they are. I mean, in the summer, I caught a 98 inch fish that came in at 400 pounds. You know, we're talking about fish now swimming around 95 to 98 inches at 700 pounds. So these fish are worth a lot of money. So that's why you see guys still out here trying it out. But I think that'll come to an end in the next couple of weeks. Yeah, I was going to ask you about the giant market, Bruno. Is the is the price per pound, you know, pretty good right now since, you know, the, the weather's pretty gnarly and it's tough to get out there? Yeah, I mean, this time of the year, the prices usually go up. Just because the fish end up getting better quality. Um, like I said, most of those fish from up north start swimming through here. That's when we start seeing the fatter quality fish. And uh, in terms of your plans for the Gavi, is she coming out of the water on Friday, you mentioned? Or what are your plans? It's uh, We call it Dark Friday. So Friday is it. That's when the Gavi's coming out. And she'll be going into hibernation for the winter. And uh, and it's uh, the holiday season. In terms of your season, Bruno, looking back on all the podcasts we've done starting way back in the spring, would you say that this was a pretty you know productive season for you and the Gaviota? Was it a little slower than usual? Was it better than usual? How would you grade it? Um, it was totally different from what I've done in the past. I mean, you know, this this tuna fishery this fall with the two tuna swimming around right off of Chatham was epic. And I know that guys have told me that it's usually pretty good, but not as good as it was this year. So a lot of times, you know, I'm out at the Hooter for Bonito, and I'm out at Monomoy for a different fish in the rips. But this year, that bite off of Chatham from the Schooly Bluefin was just so red hot. And I know a lot of guys on the forums um, helped each other out to get out at the right time and scored big. So, um, even, you know, I was talking to my cousin Eddie the other day. Cousin Eddie said, geez, you know, this was an epic year when it comes to that tuna bite out there. And, and it really was, you know. Well, that was good to hear you guys had such a productive season and you were able to try your hand at something a little bit different and kind of get into the bluefin tuna fishery i know i sure had a blast you know going for a wreck bluefin with you this year we didn't get one unfortunately but we're going to get one next year i think well and then we also had an amazing uh, fluke trip you know you know when ryan came out and, 
Uh, we did that uh, flute versus cancer trip, and Leo um, six of a lifetime, just shy of ten pounds, and uh, twenty-eight and a half inch flute. It, it it really was an epic. It was one of probably one of the best seasons I've had in a long time. Well, you and I are going to be doing plenty of podcasts as we go through the winter months, and we're going to incorporate Cousin Eddie, who you just mentioned, and a bunch of other folks. And I know we've got some plans in the works over the winter to do a meetup down at Cape and Islands Mitsubishi, so the plans for that will be trickling out from Ryan, I'm sure. But other than that, what do you got on deck for the holidays? Anything special? Um, you know, this is, this is a time of year where we just do stuff like everyone else, you know? It's, uh, you know, eat, drink, and be merry, you know? And um, that's what we're going to do. We're going to have some family over and spend some time together and make some gifts and some eggnog. And I know we're through Black Friday, Bruno, which is a huge shopping day, but what's going on at uh, Cape and Islands Mitsubishi? Anything going on between now and the holiday? Yeah, you know, the all-new... Outlander SUV seven passenger. They just Mitsubishi just blew blew me away with this new car. And then on top of that, they just put together a lease special raise of it, two hundred and thirty nine dollars a month for an SUV seven passenger. That's that's I, I've never seen a payment that low for an SUV. So if you're in the market for an SUV now's the time. Take a look at it. All right, Bruno. Well, thank you so much for catching up with us on today's journey. Really appreciate it. We've appreciated your fishing reports all season long, and I can't wait to get into the winter podcast season with you where we're going to dive into a lot of kind of specific fun stuff throughout the cold months of the year. Can't wait, my friend. And I also can't wait for the spring where we do these reports again. Yeah, I can't wait. You know, I think this winter is going to be awesome because I, I, I really think with your help, we're going to put a lot of good content out there that's going to educate educate guys to uh, know how and where and uh, what to do to catch fish, you know. So winter time is a good time to listen to this podcast to really, you know, um, shopping your sword and get ready for the spring. All right, Bruno, get in safe, okay? We'll talk to you soon. You got it, brother. Thank you, and happy holidays to everybody. Thanks to Bruno Demir from down at Cape and Islands Mitsubishi for taking time out of his week from his beautiful boat, the Gaviota, to join us here on today's program and give us the latest and greatest on a bluefin tuna report. It still sounds like there's plenty of guys trying their hand at the giant bluefin tuna fishery. Plenty of bait, as Bruno mentioned, in the water. Tons of mackerel inside Cape Cod Bay as well as outside and I know Stellwagen Bank has still been producing several large bluefin tuna. So that's going to put the wraps on today's edition of the My Fishing Cape Cod podcast. And like I mentioned back at the beginning of the show, it's likely going to be our last fishing report formatted style podcast of the calendar year for 2021. I want to thank everybody that took time to listen to all of our fishing report podcasts over the spring, summer, and fall months. It means a lot to Ryan and myself that you guys really like the podcast and respond to it so well. So really appreciate all the kind words and positive feedback that we've received. Like Ryan mentioned, we're going to continue to pump out fresh podcast content. We're going to do a bunch of interview style formatted podcasts throughout the winter on a variety of Cape Cod topics. 
If you have a topic idea or a potential suggestion for a guest, please reach out to us in the forum. We'd be happy to incorporate everyone's ideas into our winter podcast season. So this is your host, Kevin Collins, signing off on the My Fishing Cape Cod podcast. And until we chat again, tight lines and take care. Thanks for tuning in to the My Fishing Cape Cod podcast. For the latest local news, information, and fishing reports, be sure to log on to MyFishingCapeCod.com. From all of us at My Fishing Cape Cod, tight lines and take care.